0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark, We're your we host Calvin Timms and Dale Terry. You can find us on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin at, at Dynasty underscore Dale, and we're back with another off-season recap for the entire 2023 off-season. Today we're starting the AFC North. If you haven't yet, you know, we've been putting out videos at this point every single day for the last couple of days, and we're planning on doing it every single day in the month of July Until we get through the entire AFC, NFC, the entire NFL, and hopefully you guys like this content because we're going through all of the changes that all the teams made for their coaching staffs, their players, their drafts, people that they added, people that they lost, and then talking about some of the dynasty impacts. Now, we're not ranking guys, you know, oh, I think Josh Allen's going to be the quarterback number one. I still think Josh Allen's going to be a stud. I don't really have a a specific 2023 ranking on him just yet, but I think he's still going to be really good. We're going through it more of that lens than in, you know, more of a team lens than a, a holistic whole NFL lens, which is typical rankings, right? So that said, Make sure you're liking, commenting, subscribing on the videos. Just gets the video out there to more people. We're really proud of this kind of content that we're doing for you. Um, it's a lot of work, too. You know, this is mm-hmm. going to end up being about 10 to 12 hours of recording time for all these videos. So, you know, that's a that's a lot of work. So, hopefully, you guys like the content. Let us know your thoughts. If there's anything that you guys don't like, if there is anything that you'd like to see us add or, or kind of change on stuff, um, we always appreciate any feedback you guys have. So, um like i said at this point in time this is episode number four five six somewhere in that range um so you know go check out the other videos if you have another team you want to hear and it hasn't come out yet it will be so that's it dale how are we doing today
1: hey i'm doing really well tonight um i'm wife's out of town so i am ready to get going and and be uh and be going over these teams all night
0: yeah yeah concerts Good times. I remember the old days when I didn't have any wife or kids in the house. It was
1: peaceful. A long, long time ago, yeah.
0: (laughs) All right. So the format for these, if you haven't checked any of the other ones out yet, we're going to go through the coaching changes, if there are any. Um, Then we're going to go through the... Players that they added, the players that they lost in the offseason free agency period, and then we're gonna go through their draft. And then at the end of the podcast, we're gonna talk about the team holistically and our thoughts on all the players on the team. So that said, you know, we're starting with the bank or with the Ravens, sorry, the Baltimore Ravens, and the only coaching change is a big one. It is the offensive coordinator Todd Monkin comes back to the NFL, uh, formerly with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during the Jameis. Mm-hmm. Peak, peak Jameis time frame goes to the Georgia Bulldogs, leads them to basically two, uh, two, what is it? National Natties, national champions,
1: back-to-back national championships, right?
0: Now he's coming back to the NFL to be the OC for Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens. And this is a pretty big impact because, you know, Greg Roman was the offensive coordinator before. And as typical, we've talked about this many times. If you ever heard any of our videos on the Ravens, Greg Roman is a good, he's kind of like training wheels for undeveloped quarterbacks, right? And that's kind of what Lamar Jackson was when he first entered. He was a good player, but he was really raw, right? And Greg Roman is great training wheels for those type of players because he gets the offense and gets you comfortable. He kind of makes, he specializes the offense around your skills. The problem is they're not very complex. It's kind of like level one or level two, right? Where most of the top nfl offenses are around level three four five whatever it is so they kind of get stale pretty quickly and that's where i think that lamar jackson is ready to take that next step and hopefully someone like todd monken can help them to propel forward going forward do you see it the same way
1: i completely agree with that um i mean i like what greg roman did um mm-hmm. he, he he was in San Francisco with Colin Kaepernick, right? Um, and and, and kind of transformed him into a very competent quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and I I feel he did the same with with uh, with Lamar Jackson. But you know, at a certain point, guys kind of kind of uh, are played out, and right. with him, it's gotten very predictable. It's the same stuff, and and he's and he's and he's getting read very easily. So yep. you know, I'm I I think he paid his dues, and he's and he made them a very successful team mm-hmm. and, and you know and and for fantasy like it made him fun and yeah. at least interesting and sometimes hard to read every now and again <laughs> on, right. on, on 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 the on the wide receiver end so yep but you know i'm glad to see him go he really needed to go
0: yes um
1: yeah and i'm really excited for uh todd monken i think he's going to be electric for this team and i think he's going to be really good for pretty much every offensive piece on this team
0: yeah, it's all going to come down to Lamar whether he can really develop. You know, we've seen um we've seen some of the signs that he can take that step forward in the passing game, but now we're really going to put it to the test. So, you know, it's going to be whether he can sustain these wide receivers or not um mm-hmm. and that's the that's the big question. So, um all right, so we're going to get into the free agents now that they added this last offseason. You know, there's some players that they re-signed, some players that they added and unfortunately, you know, we don't have it in particular order, so we're just going to go through the whole list here. But started with uh, cornerback Rocky Sin, center Sam uh, um, Signed both of those guys. They were with other teams last year. They brought Josh Johnson in to be a depth quarterback behind Lamar. Angelo Blackson was a defensive tackle. Then a couple of wide receivers that they brought in. Nelson Aguilar, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., and Laquan Treadwell. Um, I like OBJ that signing Nelson Aguilar. He's a he's a good depth piece. He's not a premier yeah. dynasty asset like we hoped he could have been. Um, a few players that they re-signed this year. They re-signed Trayvon Mullen. They re-signed Kevin Seymour. So you know, keeping those players in house. They re-signed a lot of their defensive players. Actually, um, they re-signed Geno Stone, Delshawn Phillips, and Kristen Welch. Um, Justice Hill, they brought him back. He's a special teamer, kind of. Uh, they re-signed Lamar Jackson to a big money contract, which is great to yep. see. You love to see that, that they were able to finally get past whatever hurdle they were kind of working with there. And then they signed Tyler Huntley to continue to be the backup to Lamar. So, you know, the free agents... Nothing crazy, just kind of keeping it status quo for the most part. But again, the the biggest change I think so far has been the offensive coordinator. Any major standouts there from the free agents that they resigned or added? Um, the on,
1: the the only one would be OBJ, um, sure. and I don't think he's going to have personally. I don't think he's going to have a lot of dynasty value. Um, you yeah, know, I, I can see. see him. I I can see how I can see him having some, like some redraft value, but mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. That's, That's what yeah, yeah. yep. So that's um, really
0: it. Yeah. We'll talk about him a little bit. My thoughts Mm -hmm. specifically on him here in just a minute, few players that they lost again, this no particular order. Unfortunately, Wikipedia does not organize it by position. It's just by name. I think I have no idea, Um, (laughs) but they lost Marcus Peters, which was a big loss. He still hasn't actually signed Mm -hmm. with anybody yet, so they could always bring him back, but that's a, that's a big hit to this defense, uh, like their secondary they lost Kyle Fuller as well. Um, they lost center Tristan Colon, um, Josh Oliver, the tight end, Ben Powers, offensive guard, Calais Campbell. They cut him. He went on to the Falcons. That's a, that's a big name right there. Um, mm-hmm. Chuck Clark was a safety that they lost. Demarcus Robinson is someone that's low-key, very interesting that they don't have anymore. Um, considering how prominent he was in the offense at the end of last year, They also lost uh, Kenyon Drake. They have not re signed him. They have not re signed uh, Jason Pierre Paul, Sammy Watkins, Justin Houston. So, a few players around the board that, that, and Juwan James is another offensive lineman that they did not re sign as well. So, some bigger names on the defensive side of the ball. Nothing, again, nothing shattering you know or shattering no, it's, but
1: yeah it, yeah it's not it's not shattering i I, f- I feel a lot of those guys are older like for yeah. instance like um you know it's it, yeah is is in his you know uh like mid-30s mm-hmm. um you know like jason pierre paul has three fingers on one hand <laughs> right. and 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 for marcus peters is thirty. so you know as a cornerback like kind of once you hit that point like it's, it's really hard to stay behind some of these wide receivers that you have in the afc
0: Right, future New England Patriot, Marcus Peters.
1: Probably so.
0: <laughs> all right, so the draft, this was where it's a little more interesting. First round, um, people were kind of all over the board. Oh, they'll take a wide receiver. Oh, they won't take a wide mm-hmm. receiver. Ended up taking Zay Flowers out of Boston College. A lot of people were really high on Zay. Um, you know, I was a little bit lower, but, you know, this is good la- Good draft capital. you love to mm-hmm. see that. Um, Trenton Simpson in the third round, linebacker out of Clemson. In the fourth round, they take Tavius Tavius, Robinson, defensive end out of Ole Miss, Um, Caillou Blue Kelly, that's a cool name, cornerback out of Stanford. In the fifth round, sixth round, uh, oh my gosh, these names are getting so much worse. (laughs) (laughs) Mala Sala, He's an offensive tackle in the sixth round. That's all you need to know about there him. And go. then Andrew there Voorhees. This one was actually a low-key kind of steal. Um, Seventh-round pick, offensive guard, Andrew yes. Voorhees. This is the guy 100%. who tore. He, was, he had first-round um, draft grades on him, and mm-hmm. he tore his peck right before the combine or at the combine i can't remember what it was
1: it, it was it was it was it was at the combine because yeah. he, he was he was he was doing a drill and he tore his acl is what happened. oh
0: was it okay so i thought it was his yeah peck, yeah, but yeah yeah it was crazy I, I th- oh yeah that's I, right because he still came back and rep like 30 on the bench it was yes nuts. It, it was something ridiculous
1: um, yeah th- so yeah that was a, on the bench
0: yeah actually. very good signing there in the seventh wow. round but yeah obviously the the headliner was zay flowers in the first they didn't yeah. have a second round because they traded it to chicago um mm-hmm. so yeah quickly we'll just pivot right into the uh like the skill players so obviously at quarterback you get lamar jackson you have tyler huntley mm-hmm. back lamar is definitely the premier piece in this team
1: hundred percent yes
0: and i think it's safe to say you and I are very aligned on Lamar Jackson that we think mm-hmm. that he's going to just go bananas this Nuclear, year. Nuclear, yes. Yeah. Yes,
1: it's going to be outrageous. I mean, I I don't think he's going to have the same same uh touchdown INT ratio, ratio that he did in his MVP year. That right. was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it was like but 36 I, to I, 7 I, or something. It was, it was something like that, you know, but I I wouldn't be shocked if he had 35 touchdowns and you know, maybe 12 right. picks or something like, you know, right. I, I, I can see him doing that. Cause he's just going to throw the ball more.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, the only thing I'm a work, I'm a little worried about is that they might pair back some of his rushing, you know, cause Greg, yeah. Greg Jackson, that's like all he did. Right. So, um, or Greg Roman, sorry, Roman, Greg Roman. Yeah. All he, he was, he was known for making mobile quarterbacks really, mm-hmm. really good. Right. So, I don't think that he's going to have the same rushing, but is he still going to have 700, 800, 900 yards? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I, I definitely think absolutely. so. Absolutely, yes. Um, I still think Lamar Jackson is a premier dynasty asset. People are kind of catching up to that. It feels like lately he was kind of depressed in value a little bit, but he's he's definitely spiking well, back it's,
1: it Well, and, and, and the problem that it's it's been the past two years, like he's been injured at, at the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, so, true so like for a lot of people like they drafted him high and then they get burnt once championship week week comes along and he's and he's not playing so right. you know you know after after a certain point players get burnt on these guys that aren't it's true showing up yeah yeah so. it's crazy
0: still though like so this is um it happens right so this is just his fancy points in a in a standard you know four point with the, you know, the rushing, the one per 10 rushing, right? Uh, One for 25 for passing week one, 20 points. Week two, 45 points. Week three, 40 points. Week four, 13 points. Week five, uh, 15, 16, 10, 22, 17, 15, 23. So, you know, he had a little bit of a lull right there around week four, five, and (laughs) six, but still in a one quarterback or or even a super flex, you know, those aren't make or break weeks, especially when you're getting 40, yeah. 45, 30, right? So he's definitely got weak winning ability. Just needs to get some of that inconsistency a little bit more under control, right? Okay. All right. So running backs wise, we got JK Dobbins. Everyone's kind of Love rising Love on them. him. Love him. Yes, um, he's they are. Sleeper.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he is. He is. Well, he's, it's, it's compared to this time last year. Like, he, he was probably going in maybe like fourth or early third, well, like late third, fourth rounds last year. He's mm-hmm. going in like fifth, six rounds sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. that's tremendous value with someone who's in a contract year. It's, it, it, it's, it's a new offensive scheme and, and he's finally healthy off that ACL. Right. And I, I, I mean, I love J.K. Dobbins. I think he's going to have. I, I would not be shocked if if he has a close to RB one year. I mean, I don't think he's going to be the RB one, but yeah, he's I don't gonna think he's going to have
0: enough passes. That's that's the only right, right. downside for J.K. I, I Dobbins. Yes, but yes, I mean, I agree with that. Nick Chubb, right? Nick Chubb is a beast. Oh, absolutely. We love Nick Chubb. Absolutely. He doesn't get a ton of passing yes. work, right? So, yeah. I think that you could see that kind of season from J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins. That's kind 100%. of the ceiling. But yeah, top five is definitely. In the realm of possibility yes, for him, it is. Gus Edwards still a, a quality kind of depth guy there. He should be finally healthy from his ACL tear as well. Um, not really that excited as long as JK is healthy, but as a mm-hmm. handcuff, Gus Edwards is is very interesting there. Absolutely. Um, pass catchers for the team. Obviously, I think the number one is still going to be Mark Andrews. Yes. And I found right. this interesting, so uh, I pulled up the um 2022 Georgia Bulldogs, you know, just to see some of the Todd Monken offense in action, right? And the number one target for the Bulldogs last year, can you guess who it was?
1: Brock Bowers.
0: Brock Bowers, man. So, um yeah, Brock when you have an elite tight end of this caliber, which Mark Andrews, we all agree is, I think that it's not out of the realm of possibilities that he's going to be, I think he's going to be the the tight end number one this year. I honestly do. Um, I think that that he's going to just be the focal point of this offense. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously he's the one you want to own. Um, Touchdown-wise, yardage-wise, I think he's going to get so much work there. Now, the question with the wide receivers, this is where it gets a little interesting. And, and mm-hmm. here's my breakdown on these guys, right? So they all play different roles in my opinion so Odell plays kind of the outside type of guy intermediate to deep right that's kind of what he's always kind of done he can play he can be he's he's flexible he can move around Mm -hmm. but for the most part especially at this age you kind of want him more in a specialized role Rashad Bateman's kind of the same thing he plays intermediate to deep where Zay Flowers is going to play all the underneath stuff underneath to to intermediate and Now I'm a little nervous about Zay Flowers for this season because I think that underneath is kind of where Mark Andrews is going to shine as well. So I'm not sure if Zay Flowers is going to have enough volume to sustain at least this year, but in 2024 I think there's a lot more opportunity after I think Odell is probably cooked and and Zay Flowers can overtake him next year. I think he's got enough Mm -hmm. left that in 2023 he'll be fantasy viable and as long as Bateman can get back healthy, he is the dude. We saw it last year in a couple of games before he got injured. Um, it was the Liz Frank injury that, you know, those foot injuries suck for, for yeah, receivers. It takes him a little while to get back. I remember Julian Edelman had the same thing, right? So, um, and it took him a couple of years before he was finally healthy. So, um, I want Rashad Bateman the most out of this offense. I think Zay Flowers is the the one that's probably trending the highest out of these guys mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on these three receivers
1: um i i don't want odell near my team because okay. i feel i i i feel he's the trap in, in in a lot of it because he he is that big name um mm-hmm. i feel he hasn't lived up to his potential even close sure um not a long time i feel anymore. no and not 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 i mean it's been years. four years since yeah. he's yeah it's it's, it's it's since he's been relevant you know um, you know, and he doesn't have really any ACLs left
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> in, yeah. in, in all
1: honesty. So, you know, um, I, I think, I think this is going to be one of his last years. And, sure. um, so I, I'm staying, I'm staying away from him. Um, I, I do like Rashad Bateman as a, as a sleeper candidate, you know, it, it's, it's, it's to be a fringe, like a, probably he's probably gonna be a top, I I could see him being a top 15 guy potentially if things go well, Yeah, I I, I, I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> Yeah, Perfect. I mean, I mean, in, in all honesty, you know, I, I I can see him having a similar year to like Brandon Ayuk did last year. Yeah, you know, yep. you know, you. I I I I kind of see I kind of see those guys very similarly.
0: He's gonna be a little more boomer bust, I I think. Yes, but, um, yes, Yeah, yes. I, can, I I agree but, with you.
1: B- but but you know, I I I I think he can definitely have his boom games, and I I mean, I love Zay Flowers, which you know that already. But right. um, you know, I I think there's gonna be enough passing to share. And, you know, I, I think, I think they're going to get him involved in different ways other than the short to intermediate passes. They're going to have like these reverses. They're going to have these sweet passes and, you know, all, right. all, 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 all this and that. So I'm not, I'm not worried about, I mean, this year, yes, I, I get it. But, you know, going forward, I think, I, 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 I think that's where he's going to really shine is towards the end of the year.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yep, and again, if if anything happens to Bateman where he's not fully healthy, the the door is so wide open for Zay it's Flowers. Wide open. It's crazy. Yes. So you know, yes. there's definitely there's definitely potential there. Don't get me wrong. Don't hear what I'm not saying. But I'm just for me, I think Bateman's going behind Flowers in like in terms yeah, of is. ADP, and then Absolutely. I think that he has the higher ceiling. So. That's why I would prefer Bateman, but he is he does have a lot more risk with the injury. So um, yep. yeah. But the potential is definitely there for Zay Flowers. So I'm with you. Is there anything else on this team that you wanted to mention?
1: Um, no, no. I mean, I I would I'd say the only thing it's gonna be interesting to see. it's it's to see who really emerges in that wide receiver room. Right. Uh, you know, it could be any of those three guys and sure. that's gonna be the the toss up. Come um, come the first couple of weeks of the season, right? Yeah, just I'm to, with you, just see who's going to be Lamar's favorite. Which, yeah, I think I'm, it's going to be I'm, Bateman. I, I think but it's be Flowers be is yeah.
0: still a rookie, and we got to remember yes. that. Like, very rarely do you get even Justin Jefferson started slow right the first couple of games so yep. um even if Zay Flowers is the next Justin Jefferson I don't think he is but it, it's going to take him a couple of weeks to really come yes. online so um Absolutely. yeah but definitely something to watch and it's going to be exciting for sure so that is our recap, all the changes from the 2023 offseason for the Baltimore Ravens. If you like this, please comment, subscribe, uh, leave, a, leave a like on or five-star review, whatever you can, just to help with the podcast. Tell the podcast to one of your friends. Again, it's we're trying to go through all 32 teams, so make sure you're coming back every single day, and we're going to be doing it for the entire month of July. So that said, thank you guys for joining us, and until next time, have a good night.